Welcome to the SAPH CM Insights Podcast again. I'm Steve Bogner here with Partners in Crime, Sven Ringling, Becky Murray, and Brandon Toombs. Hey, guys. Hey there. Steve. So um, today we're going to talk about um, some of the things coming up in the new release of Success Factors, the first half 2022 release. You know, as usual, there's a lot of things going on with Success Factors and some small things and some big things. We'll talk about you know, the things that are interesting to us, I think, uh, it's not everything for sure. Um, for that, you know, you need to go to the SAP success factors documentation, look at the what's new viewer and sort of pour through that and, uh, and the other resources. Uh, there's also, you know, in all fairness to our other consulting colleagues, there's a number of people who have put out some good blogs and videos on uh, releases and the new things coming out. So. You know, there's a lot of information out there, and that's that's the good thing. Um, but of course, ours is the most entertaining, so we've got that going for us. The next podcast is going to be sort of a successor to this one, and that we're going to talk about good practices for um, implementing the releases, right? Um, you know, enabling new features, testing, regression testing, change management, all of that sort of stuff. So that's our next podcast. So we'll talk about what's new here. In this podcast, the next one we'll talk about how, you know, how to manage that, how to manage those releases. So I think we'll um, we'll take some turns here and we'll highlight the things that are interesting to us. And we'll start with Becky because she always has the the most interesting feedback and the most valuable feedback. So she goes first. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I thought I would start with. Um... Maybe just some dates for those of you who aren't familiar with when these releases are happening um, and when to expect them. Um, so our first half release of 2022 um, will hit your preview environments April 15th of 2022 and then will be available in production May 20th of 2022. So those of you who are listening, you know, as this initially gets released, that's, um, you know, coming within the next few days. For those of you who are listening to this, maybe a few days, weeks or whatnot behind, just know that May 20th is that date where it will be available in production. Now, all the things that we're going to talk about today, all of our different little Favorite pieces or changes or what whatnot um, that are happening, as Steve mentioned, there's a, a tool called the what's new viewer. Um, you can access that at the success factors community site under products or resources. There's a quick link there and it really lists out um, these different pieces that we're about to discuss. My topics that I wanted to bring up for today are not necessarily new features. Um, but some changes to existing features that I want people to be aware of because some of them are pretty big. Um, so the first one that I wanted to bring up is around the legacy homepage. I know I've mentioned this before, um, if you've listened to some of our other podcasts, um, but the legacy homepage is kind of reaching its end of maintenance in May of 2021 and it's going to be you know, migrated and deleted out for people um, this summer, June 24th, 2022. So if you haven't gone through and done that homepage, go ahead and get that done. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring to your attention is the end of um, the one admin pages. For those of you who are system administrators, um, 
the one admin piece is coming to um, end of life and will be deleted also in May of 2022. So if you haven't gone ahead and done your next gen admin update, um, go ahead and do that. That should be readily available to you now. Um, in terms of um, some new things that I'm excited about or new things that are coming into play, um, there are some new integrations with DocuSign into onboarding. Um, previously, DocuSign was kind of the, the predominant way to sign forms, but now there are some additional authentication capabilities that are available. Um, and so you can go ahead and activate those into your onboarding solution. Um, and another piece that I'm really excited about has to do with compensation planning, um, that you can actually have some expanded um, uh, publishing of compensation rules and planning activities um, into um, comp information and into promotions. Um, so those are um, being released and available uh, with this first half as well. So for those of you who are using the comp module, um, you'll pay attention and go in and look for some of those new features. It's actually been a little while since we've had something new in the compensation space. Um, so that's exciting and should be hopefully available for those of you who are doing, um, you know, spring or summer compensation activities. So take a look at that. I, th I think that's it for me. That's a big mouthful to get started. <laughs> that's a good start. So yeah, thanks. There's, and thanks for, um, you know, bringing up the dates, Becky. I think those are important for people to remember. And yeah, the what's new viewer, we'll put a link to that in the podcast notes. If uh, people have a hard time finding that because it is a valuable piece of, um, information that uh, SAP success factors provides. So Brandon, what are some things with this release that um, you're looking forward to that are on sort of on your radar? Uh, yes, yeah, Steve. So um, from an employee central standpoint, um, there's not, uh, I, I would say a whole lot of headlines here as far as like uh, new things you're gonna go, oh, oh wow, that's just uh, something uh, completely new that, that uh, and I can't wait to try that out in my system. I think um, that uh, um, from looking at the notes, they uh, uh, there's, there's one thing that comes up over and over again, and it's called centralized services. And this mm -hmm. is some, um, uh, a tool that I believe, uh, and, and I, I, uh, I should know better how to uh, articulate this, but uh, the best way I can describe it is it's just a way to kind of um, make sure that there's a lot of consistency uh, in how uh, the processing takes place uh, inside the system, whether you're doing imports or whether you're doing changes within the system. So I, um, I and I'm just going to take at face value that they uh, that the, this is really important to get this plumbing right so that uh, some changes can, uh, uh, you know, further innovations can, can come in the future. Because of course, uh, you know, there's been a lot of work uh, in in uh, Employee Central as we've gone, um, you know. Over the years, um, without probably doing some sort of this unification, so I'm going to uh, assume that we're going to get more um, uh, as we go. So that's probably the main thing I would say from an employee central standpoint. There's a couple of small things. Um, I will also uh, just underscore what Becky has said, and as Becky has said uh, on multiple podcasts, which is uh, if you're someone who is not uh, used to, uh, you know. Uh, uh, 
really paying attention to releases, uh, that really can't happen this time because your homepage is going to change. Um, yeah. They have put a lot of work into that. I think this that the the new homepage actually is a, a pretty big success story as far as I'm concerned. As far as like, uh, it's really um, uh, to me uh, a lot more engaging. Um, I really really like the uh, the, the workflow uh, quick cards. The these cards that just show up on your screen that just give you a thumbnail of what it is that you're needing to take action on. Um, and you know that's been out since the last release. There are some uh, new ones in the area of Employee Central. I guess I, that is some one good area is like a, if you have alerts and notifications of things that are expiring, those are starting to show up as quick cards as well. So um, th there's that. There is also I, I, uh, a um, some uh, people analytics that are showing up as quick cards where you can click on those and get to some uh, some some quick analytics as well. So that's uh, that's those are a couple of things having to do with the homepage that are coming out. Um, now on the downside, one area. Um, and, and Becky, you can probably uh, jump in here and correct me if I say anything incorrect here, um, um, because I only tangentially work with uh, onboarding. But um, in the last release, um, you know, we discovered, unfortunately, there was a problem uh, that was preventing you from doing just normal rehires through onboarding 2.0. Um, and they basically pulled back that functionality um, uh, as part of the last release. So in the middle of uh, you know the middle of, uh, of, of uh, you know January February, uh, they basically figured out that they weren't able to successfully do onboarding uh, rehires, uh, and so they pulled back that functionality. And um, going into this next um, uh, release, uh, they are basically just uh, going to get some people to help beta test the fix that they have for uh, the onboarding uh, 2.0 rehires. And uh, so if you are not in that early adoption phase, what it means is that if you're doing rehires, uh, you're gonna do something that's called um, uh, rehire with new employment. And what that basically means is you're going to end up with a uh, kind of a, a, a separate uh, employment with a different user ID for a period of time. Um, and, and the impacts of that are uh, relatively small if you are just using um, the uh, if you're just using uh, success factors, but if you're using success factors with SAP, um, that could end up with a new uh, employee number perner. So that could be a bit of a challenge for you as well. So uh, I would definitely, uh, if you're if you're implementing onboarding 2.0, or if you've already implemented 2.0, actually, if you've already implemented 2.0, you're probably dealing with this right now. But um, I, I'm looking forward to this getting result fully resolved. I believe it's going to be fully resolved in um, after this last this next release uh, comes out, not this one, but the second half release comes out. It's supposedly uh, this onboarding rehire thing gets fixed, but that uh, that's definitely something to keep on your radar as well. Well, and just yeah. to add to that, Brandon, for um, this first half, they kind of put in um, a little stopgap in there where they're going to um, not send that data to be replicated, the old information over to be replicated to the SAP master data. Um, so mm -hmm. if you are using you know, SAP and you're doing some type of master data integration, there is a little bit of a workaround that they are releasing this half kind of to, to stop the gap between those people being sent again. Um, so there is a, a little bit of functionality that's coming out to help uh, alleviate some of the issues there. I suspect in, in as a placeholder for something more complete at the end of the year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there are some cases where you do want to rehire with a new employment. Um, right. You know, some cases in Brazil and France, you definitely want that. But like you said, Brandon, for the most part, you don't. And that could be a surprise to people, something to keep an eye out for. You know, so that gives me 
sort of touched on payroll there because that's one of the payroll require, requirements in some countries when you get rehired with a new contract, get a new personnel number. But, you know, like Brandon said, there's, you know, as far as payroll goes, there's not a whole lot of big things um, coming out this release. Um, there's a lot of country specific uh, tweaks and, you know, smaller features coming out. So um, I'll just list the countries that I saw, you know, if you're in UK, Canada, Hungary, Italy, Poland, United Arab Emirates, Chile, Romania, Philippines, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, US and Germany, then take a look at the what's new viewer because there's some new sort of country compliance things coming out there. Um, some enhancements and compliance things, which is good. Sounds seems like a lot of countries, but when you think of all the countries supported by SAP success factors, it's a kind of a small subset. Although, you know, that localization team, they, there's a ton of effort that goes into these things and really admire what they do. Um, one of the good things is that, you know, I'm seeing that there's a little more integration here from onboarding to payroll. Um, so one of the new things here is if you're in Australia, your tax file number will be um, integrated from onboarding over to payroll, which is good. Um, you know, that's kind of what we all expect, right? When we're collecting all this information for onboarding, you know, it's passed automatically and seamlessly down to the other systems that need it. That hasn't always been the case, but we're making more and more progress there. Um, another piece of the, the system where I'm seeing a lot more uh, sort of functionality being released is improvements in multiple point-to-point -point replication. Right, so for the longest time we had, um, you know, one EC payroll system connected up to one employee central system. Um, a while ago, they enabled it so that you could have multiple employee central payroll systems hooked up to one employee central instance. And, you know, that's more complicated and, you know, they're releasing more improvements and functionality to support that. Honestly, it, I think the, the use case for having multiple employee central payroll systems is pretty narrow. Um, I can only see that you would want that if you had if you had such a big workforce that you needed multiple payroll systems to process it for from a capacity perspective. I would generally say the fewer payroll systems you have, the better. But if you're in that in that scenario where you need multiple employee central payroll systems to one employee central system, then look for some improvements there. In in time tracking, you know, we had a podcast on that a, a while ago, and those guys are doing a lot of great stuff there. We're seeing some improvements in the clock in and clock out functionality with time tracking. So if uh, clock in, clock out is is important for you, we're seeing more uh, functionality there. More replication from time tracking over to the ERP side of things for work schedules, absences, stuff like that. And this sort of nice feature they've come out with where um, they can automatically detect people who clock in late. And, and record that in a, a new time valuation type. So it's sort of making the system smarter and helping you identify exceptions easier. And so, you know, I think we're just seeing, you know, just general overall uh, incremental changes in time and payroll. You know, I wouldn't say it's any one big thing, but, you know, all these incremental changes, they, they add up to uh, something that's important for people because, you know, getting that functionality out there uh, having that done continuously is, is a big deal. So, Sven, what do you have on on, on your uh, notes for uh, things that you're looking forward to on the release? Yeah, I have a, a, quite a few small things across um, the board. 
maybe just as you mentioned um, time tracking and uh, especially time clock integration there's one little detail i found interesting on the digital punch clock where you will uh, be able to actually have uh, gps data on that so the 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 clock in or clock out can actually come with location uh, that yeah. that some data protection officers may just now getting nightmares when they hear this but obviously it's up to the customer per country or per entity to switch this on or off but that could also be things where as a duty of care you're actually meant to know where people have clocked in um, and out so it's quite nice uh, detail that some customers have uh, been looking forward to um, the other thing uh, it seems to be compulsory today to say anything about onboarding so i will throw in one more onboarding piece and that's that uh, we start to have standard um out of the box content for uh, onboarding and story reporting which i think is particularly helpful that onboarding or onboarding 2.0 um, is what i'm talking about many customers are getting into this um, freshly so they don't have any reports in the old reporting tools so great to have something uh, to build on rather than start on a white sheet of paper uh, with uh, story reporting. Um, the one thing I've found um, interesting and I'm keen to play with is that there are some improvements or enhancements on the uh, Opportunity Marketplace, which has just come out with the last release. Um, so they did a lot of work on the assignments. We can basically configure them completely flexibly which types of assignments and what they are um, assigned to. Um, then there are some um, user experience improvements in general. And uh, what looks like a detail, but I think it really uh, shows the direction we are, we are going to, that you can now uh, do a, a text search across various elements of the opportunity space. Um, so somebody might be interested in developing to to deal with SAP success factors, um, to use a very weird example. Um, but they, they, so far they would have to be searching for a training in success factors, or maybe for somebody to mentor them in there. And now they can search across all those opportunities. So just say, where can I develop in success factors? And it will bring up uh, trainings or assignments or roles or mentoring opportunities. And I think that, that, is, um, that is where this whole opportunity marketplace is going towards, to mix these things, to get away from the compartmentalization of information in the, in the system. I think that's quite a nice little feature. Um, and maybe finish with uh, some geeky ones. Um, the one is that um, uh, for instance refresh, when you refresh from broad to non-broad, um, it is supposed to support data anonymization uh, to, a, to a much larger extent than the, a few things that have been uh, possible in the past. I think that's quite good because uh, some customers are not even aware, but on the non-production instance, SAP basically says you're not supposed to have uh, real data there. So if you do have real data there, you are in breach of any kind of data security compliance automatically because your contract with SAP doesn't cover it. So it's good to be able to anonymize immediately. And um, the other geeky one is lots of new integrations with uh, Qualtrics 
especially um, in like event-driven integration so that uh, automatically feedback requests are triggered by various um, events. So anybody is using Qualtrics together with success factors, that would be a good one to look into. Yeah, that's for me a bit of a, a bunch of, of small things from everywhere. Yeah, all these small things add up, don't they? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's and that's um, you know you know it's 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 funny because sometimes you know we want these big features to come and we want the big things to happen, and then people complain about oh we're changing so much, and then you know when we get a lot of smaller incremental changes, people say oh there's not enough change. So I don't know. There's there's no pleasing some people, and I'm probably one of them. But anyway, this is this is how systems evolve. You know, they you know we we get these these changes, and you know, um, I think it starts out big at some point because the software is not as mature. But as the software matures, we see the the changes getting more precise and maybe a little smaller in scope, which I think is a it's a good sign that so the software is is um, is substantially meeting the needs of everyone out there, and so we can focus on some of these seemingly smaller things, but, you know, they do end up making a big difference for a lot of people. Absolutely. So, no, go ahead, Becky. I was going to say absolutely. And, you know, I think um, the little pieces adding up is a big thing. And some of these user interface changes that we're seeing, some of these changes around ability to refresh data, um, mm -hmm. just the incorporation of some of these additional tiles and ability to transact um, and process data right from the homepage. You yeah. know, all of these are really, really pointing towards success factors, you know, uh, initiative around experience and just really gearing this solution to employees, to managers, and to admins. Um, mm -hmm. and, and they're kind of starting to embed or continuing to embed, you know, all of these just um, ease of use things. And these are the little things that certainly do add up. Yeah, I love the new homepage. I think that, that they did a great job on that. Yeah, it was big work, right? Big work, but good job. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, I think, a good overview of of where the release is at. So, uh, like I said, next time we're going to talk about uh, change management, release management. You know, how do we um, successfully implement these things? Because although technically maybe you just throw a few switches and it's there, um, you can't always really do that. Uh, depending on the change and, you know, you don't want to surprise employees. And so there's just different things to go through with change management. Um, we'll talk about that next time. Also, if, if any of our listeners have, uh, you know, feedback for us or suggestions, please let us know. You can find us on LinkedIn or Twitter. And in fact, Carlos saw uh, reached out to us and said, Hey, we'd love to hear you guys talk some more about integrations and uh, you know, from, from HCM to. The rest of the world, and we think that's a great topic, Carlos. We're going to take that on. Uh, it's it's going to be on the schedule here, and um, because I, I think a lot of people sort of struggle with that sometimes, and there's a lot of questions and valid questions there, and um, things that maybe sound good initially but don't work out so well in practice. So we'll we'll talk about that in a future podcast. So um, you know, keep the ideas and the feedback coming. We we love it. Everyone, thanks for all your feedback on the on the changes coming up and uh, we'll talk next time about um, managing these changes and uh, look forward to it then.